0: Rabbi Um I'm sure you all know Torah anytime, right? Again, not a fundraiser for Torah anytime, but when you do donate to Torah anytime, sometimes they call you and they ask you who are who are your favorite speakers. So I remember they called me last year, Well, the year before. I said, "Well, there's Rabbi Glatsy." He goes, "Oh, that's one of our most popular speakers." I don't call him a speaker; he's Tamil Chacham, that's for sure. He, by the way, he speaks very good, um, but he's Tamil Chacham, and he's if you, if you just listen to him once. I, 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 you have to be careful because if, if you follow him if you listen to one class and you go, oh, it was a nice class you're going to see five more right behind it I, I don't know, it's like a thousand classes a day it's, it's unbelievable it's any topic you want um, I, I'm following Rabbi Berkowitz because I started with Rabbi Berkowitz a long time you know Rabbi Berkowitz? <laughs> and it was I just don't want to hear that it was just too much for me, I couldn't do it <laughs> yeah, well, going to the train station finished finish the whole thing, it was unbelievable <laughs> and um i Parashah, you want something go to rabbi Didi, you want something to Shabbat, English, Hebrew, whatever you want. Doesn't matter, you want to, it's a, it's a, it's amazing. The Hiroshima as you think you have a Peshat on on a Pasuk in the Torah, you you wouldn't believe who writes all this All right, right? You won't believe it. This is that's what happened in that Pasuk what are you talking about? If, 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 I just recommend you if you go on touring time to follow the Rabbi. Um Right Followers. You follow? Yeah. yeah Amazing right? Oh. Okay. Amazing So And you know You know You're sitting down at dinner Okay You're sitting down at dinner And you have uh, And you have a, a, a few minutes Just put on the rabbi Anyway I, Rabbi Gladstein My wife's giving me the She says the boys have to go
1: Mazel tov, mazel tov, I really had no idea what I was getting into. A few, a few gentlemen asked me, do I know Ezra? I don't know Ezra from a hole in the wall. I got a call to come, uh, Rabbi, do you do birthday parties? I'm not a clown. <laughs> I don't juggle. I don't pull a rabbit out of my... I don't do birthday parties. They said this is for Svardim. Oh, Sfardin birthday parties I do. <laughs> I knew there would be speakers, but 20 speakers before me I didn't realize. But Baruch Hashem, <laughs> I, um, to hear about Harav HaVigdor Miller, when I was a Bachar in Yeshiva, I had a Chavrutah, I had a chavrusa, who used to call Rav Miller on the phone. And I used to sometimes eavesdrop on his conversations. And it was my Chavrusah's, uh, I had a very chashav chavrusa. My chavrusa, he was the first guy in the Beis HaMadrash. When he would learn... He would say over the rajba in his sleep. Really, be He would say over the rajba in his sleep, and he used to walk to Rav Miller, and he encouraged me to talk to him. So I grew up on Avenue M, and he's thirty first. And at every Shabbat, I used to walk to Ocean Park. Or what is it? Avenue R, Avenue S. I used to walk every Shabbat to Rav Victor Miller's of Racha. and it was my Chavrusa's birthday. And he asked Rav Miller, "What should you do on your birthday?" Now, I didn't hear every word that Rav Miller said, and I'm basically reconstructing the, the response based on what I heard, but I believe Rav Miller said as follows. Two things. The first thing you have to do on your birthday is you have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for last year. And the next thing you need to do is you need to pray, you need to be misfalla, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give you another year. So all of the friends of Rav Ezra, Evan Hashem we all together, we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for bestowing upon you a wonderful 60 years and Be'ezus Hashem, as we say in Yiddish Halavai Vaiter, many healthy and happy years to come. Amen. Now 60 is a very big uh, number. 60 is a very important number. Because the Gemara says in Baruch on Dalet Amad Bez that Kaloi Merti Ladoved Shloisha Shepamim B'choyoy Mufthach Loi Amad the Gemara wants to know why. Is it because of the Aleph Bez? So say kuf Right? They're tmanya right? alphabeta. Is it because poisecha So say kuf chavav. Noisein Lechem So the Gemara says both. Both. So, anyone who says, so the Gemara says, you know, in Ashray, every letter of the alphabet is represented except for the letter nun because nun represents nifilah and we don't want to represent nifilah in Ashray. But even though there's no letter nun, still hakalish brochu came. And he supported it with the letter, SAMACH, SHANAMAR, SOMEI HASHEM, LOCHALA NOFLIM, BZOKEV, okay, LOCHALA Sixty, SAMACH, is the support of AKADESH BAROCHEL. Sixty is when AKADESH BAROCHEL comes and he, he supports you. SAMACH, SOMEI HASHEM, LOCHALA NOFLIM. What was the greatest nefilah in the history of the Jewish people? Ched HaMARAGLEM. That's what caused Chorbe Meis what did Kalev do? Vayahas Kalev. Samach rabati. A big Samach. Because we're falling. So God, a Kalev has to come. He has to support the Jewish people. What's an example of nifilah? Davar Asur. You have prohibited matter. It falls. It could ruin it. falls into the chicken soup. The whole chicken soup is done. Nefilah. The Chazer Treif, it fell. And now the whole soup is ruined. But if you have Shishim... If you have 60, says Reb Pinchas Karatzer, so the 60 could come, Soimei HaShem Lechol HaNoflem, Batel B'Shishem. Batel B'Shishem. Takes care of all your troubles. They say, in a year like this year, where there are two Adars, you have 60 days of Adar, it's <laughs> Mevatel B'Shishem, all of the Tzarot. So here we have, in year 60, HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes, and he says, Soimeh HaShem Lechol HaNoflem. HaShem comes and he supports us. The letter Nun is nifilah. Just when there's nifilah comes the letter Samach. It says If you have a Nun, and then it comes the Samach to support it, what do you have? Ness. What's a miracle? A miracle is just when you're about to fall. No! chavot halvavot. Nothing to fall about. You have bidachon and HaKadosh Baruch Hashem comes. soy HaShem luchala noiflim. The Ness is at hand. That's a miracle. A miracle is just when you're about to fall. HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes and he supports. Parshas chayeh Sarah, we read about the Pitira of Abraham Avinu. vayamat Abraham. The seva, I'll say it in my havara. How's that? The seva tova Zokain, the Abraham was satisfied. Says the Ramban, what is the Torah telling us with this word that Abraham was satisfied? Listen to the Ramban. You know what it means that Abraham died satisfied—that God gave Abraham Avinu everything he could possibly want. He fulfilled every desire of Abraham Avinu. Amr Avinu was very wealthy. He was kaved Ba ba'mekneh. Furthermore, Abraham Avinu had a child in his old age. Amr Avinu had honor. He was nasiyalekem ha'tabezachino. Avinu had everything a person could have wanted. That's what it means. Abraham died. Zaken v'saveya. But the Ramban continues. You know what else saveya means? Sipur chaste Hashem umida Hashem is praising the tzadik Abraham. Shaloy yisavu that Avram Avinu was happy with what he had. So when Avram Avinu died, the Torah says one word, saveya, and what does this one word mean? A he had everything. B, he was happy. Frektakasha. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> big spiel. He was happy. Of course he was happy. He had everything. I would also be happy if I had everything. The only thing is, I'm missing A, I'm missing B, I'm missing C. If you give me everything, I'd also be happy. What's the big shevach of Avraham Avinu? Ramban says, Sovea means A, he had everything. B, he was happy. Of course he was happy. He had everything. So what do we see from the Ramban? That typically, normally, if somebody were to have everything, they, were, they would be absolutely miserable. They would be depressed. They would be morose. Because having has no connection with a person's happiness. And despite the fact that Avraham had everything, it was a great Shevach that Avraham was happy. Because human nature is, even if you have every last thing, you'd be miserable. And Abraham b'itzid kosei was happy, despite the fact that he had everything. Chazal so tell us, Paro had a big problem. He had he had a, he had to deal with uh, the Jewish problem, so he called in three advisors. Who does he call in? He calls in Delam. He called in Yisro, and he called Iyo. He asked Billam, what do I do with the Jews? Billam says, annihilate them. Eov, he kept his mouth closed. Yisro says, Yisro, this is impossible. What am I supposed to say? This is a lose lose situation. Yisro ran away. So Yisro was rewarded that his children are implanted, the Lishkas Hagazes, the descendants of Yisroy are forever Tamidei Chachameh. Billam was punished. He had his head chopped off. He advised Paro to annihilate the Jewish people. He was murdered. And Eov was silent, and because Eov was silent, so he was punished with Yisurim Noiraim She'en Kamaisai. So let's think for a moment. Whose punishment should be worse? Eov or Bilam? Obviously, Bilaam's punishment should be much worse. Bilaam advised Paro to annihilate the Jewish people. Eov kept his mouth closed. So Bilam should suffer a much worse punishment than Eov. So why does it seem that in a way, Eov got a worse punishment? Eov suffered and suffered more than anybody in the history of the world, and Bilam had a quick fix. He just had his head chopped off. Why did Eov suffer worse than Bilam? And Rav Chaim Shmulevitz famously points out from this Gemara that we have a mistaken understanding of the greatest gift that God gives us, the greatest matana that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives a person is v'lamaves loy If you're alive and you're breathing and you're kicking and you could drag yourself out of bed in the morning, that's the greatest matana, and all the Yisure Yo far surpasses in happiness, in well-being, in good fortune, than the fate of Bilaam HaRashah. Because Bilaam's not here anymore. And Eov got to wake up in the morning. And therefore, Eov's punishment was nothing. Because at least Eov could get up in the morning and he could say, If you're alive, how could you complain? You have no right to complain. If we value the great gift of life, that transcends any difficulty that we have. A great man once said, you know, people have all kinds of questions on God. Why does he do this? Why did God do that? This event, this thing that happened in the 1940s. people have questions on God. How? This world is God's question to you. And how you respond is your answer to God questions on God. This world is God's question to you. The way you react is your answer. So Avram Avinu, he had everything and he was happy, but there was someone in this world who was happier than Avraham Avinu. You know who was happier than Avraham Avinu? Avram was very happy because God promised him, you're going to have the land of Israel and you're going to have children and I'm going to take care of you. But there was a person who was never given any promises, and they were happier than Avram Avinu. Because greater than Havtacha is Emunah. Says the Medrash, Sarah Imenu had no promises. She just had Emunah. And you know, it says she lived 100 years, and 20 years, and 7 years. But then it repeats, "Shnei Sarah. What's that doing? "Shnei Sarah. So some Mithfar say, the main life of Sarah Yimenu was Vayihiyu. Vayihiyu is Gematria 37. That from 90 to 127, that was Vayihiyu Chaye Sarah. Because Sonu doesn't have children, the life is not the same. So Vayihiyu, only from age 90 to 127, that was the life of Sarah. I have a sefer at home. I should get them into the sefer. The name of the sefer is Ben Ashri. Yeah, you hear me quote it sometimes? <laughs> the Ben La Ashri was written by Rabbi Kakohin Huberman. He's a great Mekubal. He's called the Tzadik Ranana. He never was blessed with children. He wrote Sefer Ben La Ashri. He says, anyone who says over the Divay Torah is Sefer. He promises he will pray for you and bail you out of any trouble in this world or in the world to come. He was the Chavrusa of my great-grandfather. My great-grandfather was the last rov of the city of Sochachov. They learned together in the city of Sachachav. I'm working now on selecting the Divrei Torah from the Ben La Ashri. That's not Divrei Kabbalah that you could understand, and one safer that people should be able to say it over. Ben La Ashri says, even though Vayihiyu Chaye Sara, you would think Sara's life is only 37 years. No! Shine Chaye Kulan! Shavin letova. Whether she had a kid, she didn't have a kid. Whether she's abducted by Paro or she's in Abraham's ha- palace, it doesn't matter. There's no difference. Every year in the life of Sarah, Kulan shavin le'tova. Happiness is not dependent. Yesh ein chabanim. Yesh le'chabal, ein It Doesn't matter what you have, what you own, what you experience, where you are, how much, how you feel is not related, connected. To happiness in any way at all. Kulan Shavin Latovat. They're all equally happy. It says in its Kulan Shavin Latovat, even greater than Avraham Avinu. Because Avraham Avinu was Boteach in the Havtachah. Sarah just had emona. There are two ways to live it's a birthday, we have to talk about life talk about Esav Esav HaTzadik you never met someone as big of a tzadik as Esav if Esav would walk into the room now all the Rabbanim would sit down the Moetzet HaGdole HaTorah they would retire they would, they would hand in uh, the resignation Esav would be appointed God Al-Hadar nobody could hold the candle to Esav Rav Miller used to talk about this all the time this is Slavotka Slabodka. No, we don't understand when we talk about Esav. As the Gemara says in Baba Basra that Esav committed five sins on that day. By the way, until that day, Avraham Avinu died five years early, so we shouldn't see Esav go to tarbusra'ah. That means so long as Avraham Avinu was alive, Avraham Avinu would look at a picture of Esav, he would say, Azisa Yiddishah Kind. Esav was a tzaddik Yusoid oilam, at least while Avraham was alive. And even afterwards, if we would look at Esav, we wouldn't see anything wrong. And yet, the Gemara says in Babel of Asra, on that day, Esav committed five sins. What are they? He's Baal Nara HaMurasa. He killed someone. By the way, he killed someone. Big deal. Yeah, he killed Nimrod. Nimrod is the biggest road in history. What else did he do? He was Kafar Be'ikar. He was <laughs> Kafar Trias HaMesim. He vayives <laughs> Eshab Bechora. committed five sins. So we have to ask ourselves one question. What is the shoresh of all of Esau's sins? What's the root of all of his sins? Listen carefully. (laughs) Why? He was tired. He was burnt out. You ever hear people say, I'm burnt out. I'm 61 already. I'm burnt out. Last, I'm I'm 200 years old. I'm burnt out. The root of all avera is I'm burnt out. I don't have energy anymore. All the five averot of esav is ki ayefan oichi haya b'haniyach Hashem aloi kacha l'cha mikolayvech misaviv ba'aret Hashem timche azechah amalek. When does Amalek come? you're burnt out. I go to shoal every single day. Today I'm not I'm just not feeling it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, enough already. I, I need a I need a break. I need a vacation. I'm Ayaf! I'm Ayyaif! The root of all sin is to be Ayev. Ki Ayev Oh, he's ayaf. He's Ratzach. He's Ba'anar Murasa. He's Kafar Be'ikr. He's Kafar Betchias Hamisim. When does Amolek come? When you're ayef. But V'Koye Hashem. When you have Bidach, pitachon, Ya Khalifu Koach. Your Energizer Bunny. You're always energized. You're always on the go. You always have vigor. You get up in the morning, there's a bounce in your step. You're never burnt out. i to you one Ramban. Listen to this Ramban. Ramban and Parshas Vayetze. Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu, he was learning in Shiva Sheva ever 14 years. And he's traveling, he's traveling. You can imagine he was all tired. And he comes to the Be'er, he comes to the well. And he sees on the well... There's, you know, rock of Gibraltar on the well. And he sees these shepherds at the well. And these shepherds are six foot ten, four hundred pounds. And they could lift something up with their finger and they're sitting there in Nebuchadnezzar. They, they can't move anything. It says the Pasuk, Vayar Vihine be'er basada Vine sham shloi And what does the Pasuk say? Yaakov flicked off the stone off the be'er like you flick off a bottle cap. Says the Ramban, Ya'arich Hakosov Besipur Hazeh L'Hoidianu Ki Koye Hashem Ya'chalifu Kaya. Those who hope to God are energized; they're invigorated. V'Yurasoi Titein Ois. Their fear of Hashem endows them with strength. Yaakov Avinu V'Amin Aderech V'hu Ayeif. Yaakov came from the road; he was also tired. But He flicked it off by himself. Why? Because anyone who's connected to God is never burnt out, is never worn out, is never, you know, is always invigorated, is always full of energy, is always hopeful, is always optimistic. That's the difference between, right, if, if somebody were to ask, what's the difference between Yaakov and Esau? Esav is a murderer and Yaakov is Tamil and Yep, yeah, but why? Because Esav is bad and Yaakov is good. But why? Because Esav is always burnt out and Yaakov is always full of energy. That's the Nekudas HaChiluk Ben Yaakov and So as HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us all many long and happy and healthy years, we have to think, As long as we're alive, and as long as we're kicking, we're connected. Hakadosh Baruch Hu that infuses us with strength, with energy. Baruch Hashem, my grandfather, Zechariah Lebracha, who passed away this year. He was in Auschwitz. He was in the crematoria, and he was yanked out in the last second. He was on a death march to Dachau. He survived the Holocaust. He passed away this year at 106 years old. If anybody ever, never saw Meizeder get called up to the Torah and jump out of his seat and run to the Torah after 90 years old with such energy, like a young boy, you never saw a kavod hatorah in your life. This was a man. He said the hardest part about turning 100 years old is seeing the Rashi Osiyos in the Gemara. That's the hardest part about turning 100. So we have the great Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi is giving shiur, and you know, if you're a Magid shiur, the more things change, the more they stay the same, and he's giving shiur, and it's late at night, and the people, I don't know, the tamidim, they had, a, they had a big birthday party the night before, and they're falling asleep. So Rabbi Akiva wanted to wake up his tamidim. The more things change, the more they stay the same, the tamidim... They're always falling asleep. So Rabbi Akiva needs to pull out of his sleeve the most interesting story in his repertoire, and Rabbi Akiva says, "You know why did Esther merit to rule over 127 Medinot in the merit of Sarah Imenu, who lived 127 righteous years?" I ask you a question: If you were an Ashir and you were tired, and the rabbi said that, I don't know about you, I would be out cold. <laughs> uh, what exactly is so interesting about the 127 righteous years of Sarei and the 127 Mindinot of Esther? So the Chidush HaRim says uh, a beautiful insight. Chidush HaRim says that if for every year of the life of Sara Menuh, Esther ruled over an entire country, then probably in the merit of every month of Sara Esther ruled over a whole region. And in the merit of every day of Sarai Menuh, Esther ruled over a state. And in the merit of every hour of Sarai Menuh, Esther ruled over a city. And in the merit of every minute of Esther's life, of Sarah's life, Esther ruled over a neighborhood. And in the merit of every second of Sara's life, Esther ruled over an entire city block. My dear Talmidim, look what you could accomplish in one second you guys fall asleep now and you miss this svarah, you know what, you're going to lose out forever and ever? You might lose out an entire block. Wake up! Every minute of life is so valuable. That was the message of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was teaching chashivut hazman, the importance of every moment of life. So I ask you, why did Rabbi Akiva teach the value of time? Why don't you have mamar chazal Ram Gamliel got up and he taught the world every second is valuable. Why not Rabbi Tarfon? Why not Rava? Why Rabbi Akiva? Why is this the message of Rabbi Akiva? Think about the life of Rabbi Akiva for a moment. Rabbi Akiva started at 40 years old. In his 80 years, you know, 60. 60 is not old. 60 is very young. You know, when Moshe Rabbeinu stood in front of Paro, it says, and Moshe was 80 years old when he stood before Paro. So the question, well, why do I need to know how old Moshe Rabbeinu was when he stood before Paro? Says It says, because most people think you, you turn 80, so then you spend, you spend the whole year in deal, and, the, and whenever you're not in deal, you go to Florida, and you relax, and you retire. People think at 80 you kick back and you relax. Moshe Rabbeinu was just getting going at 80 years old. That's when he gave us the Torah, that's when he took us out of Egypt, that's when he gave us the man. The whole career of Moshe Rabbeinu just started when he was turning 80. So the Torah is saying, you think when you turn 80 you retire? When you turn 80, that's when you start working. So 60 is, uh, you're, not even, you're not even young yet. Rabbi Kiva started at 40 years old. How was he able to accomplish so much in his life? In only 80 years, it says, Kol yakar ra'ata ino. Rabbi Akiva saw kol, everything. The matter says, Apilu mashaloi ra Moshe Rabbeinu ra Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva reached a darga even greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu only reached Memte Share chachma. Rabbi Gemara says, Hamishem sharei chachma nivro ba'olam, Kulam nitno lo'am chasar achas, Sheneemar, Bathe Ma'at me'eloike. So Moshe Rabbeinu had 49 levels of chachma. Eventually, he got to 50. Vayaal Moshe, me'ar voice, Mo'yav, says Arizal, Mo'yav is 49. Elhar, nevoi, nunbay. So ultimately, he reached 50. And he gave it over to Yehoshua bin Nun. He was misbonin. Bishar Nun, the Sharm Cipher says. But Moshe Rabbeinu only had a little bit of the sharnun. But Rabbi Akiva says Rabbi Chaim Vital, call ra'asa, call yikar ra'asa. No, 50. Rabbi Akiva saw all 50. So Rabbi Akiva started at age 40, nothing, zero. And in 80 years, he reached the Madriga higher than Moshe Rabbeinu. How did he do it? <laughs> the first thing he did is, he didn't waste a second of his life. Rabbi Akiva valued every moment of life. Rabbi Akiva understood the value of a year, the value of a month, the value of an hour, the value of a second, says Ben Yehoyado, says Ramah Mipano. Akiva Roshetevos Yesh Kone Olamo Bisho Achat. That's the name, that's the whole name. You could acquire Olam Abba in even one second. Now you know there's a Machalukas HaPoskum, how do you spell any Akivas here? Anybody named Akiva here? How do you spell Akiva? Some spell it with an aleph. There's a, one of the Rishonim, Rabbi Yitzchak Mivina, was writing a sefer on how to spell names get in Gittin. And he wasn't sure how to spell Akiva, and he had a Chalom, and in the Chalom he saw the Pasuk, or Zerua La or the Yishrei Lev Simchan, he realized, Sofei Tevais, Reish, Ayin, Kuf, Yud, Veiz, Hey, Rabbi Akiva, and he spells Akiva with a hey from the pasuk Or Zarua Tzadikul Yisrael Simcha. The name of his sefer is Or Zarua. That's for Or We don't pasuk in that way. We spell Akiva with an with Aleph. So Akiva with an Aleph is Rashi Tevot Yesh Kone Olamo B'Sha Achat. Ask the Ben And what about according to the pasuk that you spell with a hey? Still he says Yesh Kone Olamo B'Sha Ha achat It's the same thing. Rabbi Akiva's name personifies, embodies the concept of the value of every single moment of life. You know, recently, you want to come with me to Turkey? I want to go to the kever.
0: I'm going
1: to tell you, Hawaii, when you find the kever in Hawaii, We're working on it, we're working on it. <laughs> 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 Rabbi Chaim, Falaji, Reb Chaim Falaji, one of the great all-time uh, Gadoilem, Machabre Sfarim, he wrote 72 Sfarim. He wrote a sefer called Chayim Tchila. Chayim Tchila is 101 ways to connect the end of the Torah to the beginning of the Torah. When he published Chayim Tchila, he published it in a small size. And he says the reason he published it in a small size is because uh, in the month of Tishrei, people are very busy. They don't have any time to learn. But they're always waiting online. They're in this store, they're in that store. So if he publishes a small sefer, so they have a minute here, a minute there, a minute there, they'll be able to take advantage of the moments of time. Rabbi Akiva valued every single moment. Of, you know, the, the Gemara says in Baba Kama that the coin of Avraham Avinu, Avraham Avinu minted a coin. What was on the coin of Avraham Avinu? On the front was Bachur, Ubesula, and on the back, Zaken, Uzekena. What's the meaning of this coin? It so says Frank, Avraham Avinu wanted to teach the world the value of time. Time in this world moves very quick. You think you're Bachoru Besula. And just like that, zakeno Zakaina. Life moves very, very quickly. That is the personification of the great town of Rabbi Akiva. What could a person do in one moment, one second? Say for Achinoch writes that there's six mitzvot to six constant mitzvot, That every moment you think about one of these things, you get schar en ketzvah What are the six mitzvot to me, that there's a God. Zula so there's no other God. there's one God. Le'ahava to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right, with Miller would say, once a day, once a day, you should say, I love you Hashem. So he would say, and if you're embarrassed to say that, you go into a telephone booth and you make a long distance phone call. So I say that's why God made cell phones. What, what are cell phones for? Right? They disturb every waking moment of life. The purpose of the cell phone is the Yetzirah is saying, Yesh la'abed olamo b'sha'achad. Every free moment you have. Why should I think about Hashem? Why should I get olmaba? Let me check if I have a WhatsApp. Let me check if I have a message. Let me check if I have a notification. That's the battle of life. Ibudzman or Yesh kona olamo b'sha'achad. The Primagodim writes, the, the Remez, to remember the sheish Mitzos Timidios is sheish miklat There's six arei miklat. Says the Primagodim, why are the sheish to temidios arei miklat? Because this world is a very dangerous place. We're constantly bombarded by the Yetzirah. We're constantly bombarded that he wants to be ma'abed chayenu. But we have sheish mitzvot Tamidios, These are the sheish arei miklat. With which yesh koneh olamo b'sha'achat. They asked the great poisek, the shevet Halevi. The b'shmul Halevi Bozner. Should people think about the sheish mitzvah's tamidios? He said, Chabibi, I tell you, from the moment God put seichel in my brain, not a day of my life went by that I didn't think about sheish mitzvah's tamidios. meya pe'amim. The Rebozner said there's not a day of his life that went by that he didn't review the Sheish Mitzvah to Midios at least 100 times. So we're here, we're celebrating the great gift of life. That's the greatest Matana that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. 60 years. Soimei HaShem Luchala Noiflem. But life is not just years. It's not months. It's not weeks. It's not days. It's every moment. It's... Shah Achat, Shah Achat, Shah Achat, and each Shah Achat, Yesh Kone Olamo Shah Achat. So we're Mavarech, Rabbezra, Mavarech his uh, his wife and his home. Shvacha, may Hakadosh Baruch Hu be Mashviyah on you. Chayim Aruchim, Chayim, Chayim Shel Shalom, Chaim Shel Tova, and may all the friends and. Uh, Admirers and Rabbanim and everyone who has come tonight, may happy, and healthy life. prayer,